This year has reminded us of the importance of saving for the unexpected. And as a bank, our job is to make that a little easier for everyone. That's why at Huntington, we're so proud to introduce Money Scout. It analyzes your checking account to find money that's not being used and moves it to your savings automatically. It's that simple. So you can always be saving, even now. Learn more and enroll at Huntington.com slash Money Scout. Huntington, welcome. Money Scout is subject to eligibility, terms and conditions, and other account agreements. Member FDIC. Enchanted Care Learning Center is ready to welcome your child into the classroom with a curriculum that challenges and inspires students, a daily routine that helps them thrive, plenty of time to play with friends, and most important, enhanced safety measures to keep everybody safe. Preschool is possible at Enchanted Care. Contact us today to schedule an open house appointment on Saturday, January 23rd, or schedule a virtual information session. Visit EnchantedCare.com to find a preschool near you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Tash podcast. We are jumping in full force right in with our first guest of 2021. I'm so excited. She's a local influencer, flawless hairstylist, and owner of Nova and Gray. Please welcome Ashley Gray. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, How is your 2021 going already? I know we're still at the peak of it, but Give me a little rundown on your first couple of days of 2021. Um, honestly, I feel like it's not even a new year. That's how busy I am. I feel like everything from 2020 and how the Christmas rush was is still going and it has not stopped yet. Are you like a so, resolution oh, kind of girl like I am or do you just go with the flow? I definitely am a resolution person. I just feel like with COVID, my whole world has been turned upside down. I think a lot of people can relate to that. 100%. I completely agree. But I find too that like for me, if anything, it's motivated me to do like more resolutions. And I actually spoke about it in my last um, episode about like what my resolutions were that I was going to share with like my listeners and stuff. And one of them is like as simple as just reading 10 minutes a day or reading a book a month, which already is going terrible. (laughs) You know what? You still have like 300 days to go. So it's fine. Thankfully. Um, Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself for people who may not know who you are, which by the way, how dare they? Because your page and your aesthetic is everything. Um, So let's just chat a little bit about yourself. Oh man, you hype me. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Well, I, my name is Ashley Gray. I am originally from Vancouver Island. I am a local hairstylist here in Vancouver, BC. Um, I'm actually working out of a salon called Bobby Hair Studio and I chair rent there. And I got started about three and a half, four years ago doing hair. And it was definitely a roller coaster figuring out what I wanted to do with my life just because Mm -hmm. I like to do everything and I like to be good at it. So I definitely was having trouble figuring out what I wanted to do because I thought my hobbies shouldn't be my career and turns out you can like your job and love it and still have it as a hobby and a career that's so so interesting because I find a lot of people like I'm I'm not sure how old you are I'm like turning 25 this year and Mm -hmm. I still feel like I'm in that I like what I'm doing, but I feel like there could be so much more I could be doing. And like you said, like you want to be good at everything you do. 
Yeah. And I'm so um, stuck in that. I totally understand. I am 25. I turned 26 this year. Okay. Um, something that I really have to say, my mom, she seriously is my best friend. And she is the one that told me that if I have something that I'm super interested in, and I wasn't sure if I wanted it to be as a career or a job, right. I should get a job in that field. And that's what I did. So at first I thought I wanted to do nursing. So I started to um, work in a medical office. I definitely got to experience a lot of it. Yeah. And I'm way too much of an emotional person and our medical system, yes, it's free, but it's definitely not the best. And I care too much. So having to give so much of myself and totally. vouch for everyone totally. was way too hard. So definitely super glad that I didn't pay all that money for nursing school. Thank mm -hmm. mom. So, you know, definitely was not my thing. Um, and then I started to think like, okay, what else do I like to do? That's like a hobby. So I tried baking. I did actually do baking for a God while. I bless was you because I can't bake anything for shit. I feel bad oh, for oh my, my, my boyfriend because my boyfriend's mom is like so amazing at baking and cooking and she tries all these recipes and I'm like, bruh, like oh. I have a hard time making chicken. Like, like <laughs> you are over, in for a rude awakening by. when we move in together. Like I can't even oh. tell you, like so I'm funny. good with mac and cheese. Like, well, you know what? You got to start somewhere. I'm proud of you. I was like, even if I put some like tortilla chips on them, I'm like, wow, look at me. I'm like Rachel Ray, like move over Martha Stewart. Like I'm coming in hot with this mac and cheese. And my boyfriend's like, oh my God, this is not cute. I'm like, dude, like I am not making something crazy. Like I could barely make a cupcake, one single cupcake. So good for you for mm -hmm. trying baking. Cause I would die. Thanks. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. So I did that for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I was actually called the cake bitch on Instagram at one point. Dead. I love it. I love <laughs> that. Know? Yeah, it was really great. So I just ended up, it was a lot of work and I had to keep shelving out so much money for like cookie cutters, all these things for fondant. And totally. in reality, I wasn't really making any money. So I was like, okay, yeah. this isn't working. So I decided, okay, what do you really like to do? And it was business branding and marketing. And I did take marketing and I loved helping people set up their Instagram and social media. So I did actually kind of do that. And I was like, why don't I do that for my own business? Like my own career. Totally. And this is at the point where social media was starting to become a really great tool for people to be branding and marketing their businesses. And not a lot of people were out there doing business branding for other people being paid to do that. Right. So I decided to be creative and kind of do that on the side. And then I created hair by Ashley, which is, I mean, typical, every hairstylist does that. <laughs> so I put myself through hair school. I was working as a receptionist at Chatters in South Surrey, okay. and I was literally doing full-time hair and part-time work. I never had free time. I was constantly doing that, and eventually I graduated, finished. Thank God. I do have to say hair school is not worth it. I've heard that it's like, it's hard. Mm -hmm. Like, it's I definitely... think, oh my God. Like, I think I went to like some, one of the girls that I used to dance with needed like a hair model. Okay. Um, and I went 
and she was like, okay, um, she, she sits me in her chair and she's like to her friend who's also in the hair school with her. And she's like, okay, what kind of hair? Like, do you think it's like, I can't remember the question she was asking her. Do you think it's medium? Do you think it's dry? Like, do you think like all these questions to her friend? And I was like, girl, do you know what the hell you're doing? <laughs> like, she's like, I'm just curling your hair. That's all I'm washing, blow drying and curling your hair. And my hair, I think those curls held until I left. And then that was it. Oh god, It is not easy. Hair school is a crazy thing. So in BC, we have different laws than other provinces and in the States. Of course. And you actually don't need a license to be a hairstylist in BC. However, we are considered a trade and we can get our red seal. So it's definitely kind of odd how that works. That's so interesting. I know. And you can purchase color from beauty supply stores if you are certified. But if you just like didn't go to hair school and you got hired by a salon, like there's so many little like loopholes. Oh, of course. And they don't really teach you like anything like I was given the bare minimum the basics I paid $17,000 for school and I was on my own I had to teach myself everything that I know and if you don't mind me asking and we can edit this out if you'd like what what school did you go to because there's a bunch in Vancouver here that I know a couple of my friends are hairdressers that have gone to um yeah and I feel like all of them around the around the province are just as difficult as the next um but what school did you go to I went to Hair Art Academy. I was at the White Rock location and it has shut down and they did open a new one in Langley and I believe it's doing well. Nice. Again, the curricular is, again, <laughs> you don't learn anything. They teach yeah. you the basics for eight weeks and you're out on the floor making them money wow. and you don't get paid. You just get hands-on experience, but you don't get real experience, like fuck ups from people. Like 100%. you don't get people that had melting or try to do their hair themselves like you just don't get that kind of stuff yeah that sounds crazy well I feel like a lot of those types of things happened during the pandemic like people coloring their own hair or cutting their own hair um I wanted to chat about hairdressers during COVID because at first you guys were totally locked down and I'm sure that wasn't easy um but what was that situation like for you and like your salon there so I'm very fortunate that I chair rent mm-hmm. and I'm busy. If I was chair renting and I was struggling to have a clientele, honestly, I probably would not have made it through COVID lockdown for eight weeks without the clientele that I have. So I'm super thankful for all of them just because I can make enough money to put into savings and I can live off that savings. Totally. I did get CERB um, because I mean, why why not and I'm not technically an employee so I didn't have like my employer to rely on for anything I was on my own so it was kind of stressful I mean it was very stressful and it was very up in the air the unknown it's still the unknown and we all feel that way right but it was hard being off I was like what the frick do I do with myself what if what do normal people do when they don't have a job or anything to do. Right. And at this point, I am so lucky that I have Renee, my fiance. We just moved into this brand new townhouse, bought brand new furniture. And then a week and a half, two weeks later, we locked down. What are the the majority of our savings went to new furniture? Oh my God. Yeah, it was definitely a roller coaster, but that's what savings are for. So you guys... 
absolutely money in your savings because you never know so that's what it was like I definitely got to unpack I got to decorate I did have some days where I was like oh I'll just sleep in like you know whatever but I really tried to group myself get up early or at least at a decent time and have some sort of order and routine because we're literally stuck in the house so Mm -hmm. eight weeks as a hairstylist who is working six days a week is very hard. Oh, I can imagine. I know my best friend is actually a hairdresser and I've had her on a couple times. I actually had her on for an episode. I think we called it quarantine hair don't care. And she just helped us like with some hair tips and stuff like that. Um, Yeah. But it was not easy. Like when we were texting every day, she was like, she's like, I just know that when I do go back to work, it is going to be such an adjustment and I'm going to be busy and I know clients are going to be pissed off and I have to start with clients that I had to cancel. And I mean, I'm sure the work was the same for you because I saw her going through it and I couldn't even imagine like having to rebook clients and then add in clients that didn't get to book, but want to book. Like, what is that even like? It was definitely insane. I do have to say this is one of my strengths is I'm quite good with customer service. Right. But for somebody that isn't, I mean, they probably struggled more than I did. So it was really more so the unknown of COVID. Right. But I did have everyone booked. I kept pushing their appointments for about two weeks. And then the state of emergency kept getting pushed. And I was like, okay, I'm going to keep sitting here and normally I'm booked about three to four months in advance wow so I'm pushing these clients and pushing these clients and then like what what do you do so I decided to cancel my entire schedule and wait until I knew when I was going to be coming back I did have my bookings and it did tell me who I had so once we got word when we were opening I did go down who missed their appointment in March And then in April, and I kind of did it that way, and I booked everybody in. I worked super long days. Yeah, I can imagine. To get everyone in. It was was insane. It was also scary because we don't really, we didn't really know much at that point about COVID either. Like, we had no masks. And they did not tell us what we needed when we went back. I think it was May 19th we went back. Yeah. And there was such a shortage of hand sanitizer barbicide we had no idea what the beauty council for bc wanted us to have in place except the fact of masks until 24 hours before we opened and masks for i want to say 50 of them was about a hundred dollars and now they're so easy to find yeah but it was like oh okay well that's great so that's another expense that i'm just gonna like pay yeah and supply and demand like you need them so what else do you do except pay that fifty dollars And at that point, you just want to get going and the frustration of being off for so long. And now you have to rebook all these clients. You're like, screw it. Just give me like three boxes of those stupid masks and let's get going. Like, that's so frustrating. Yeah, it was crazy. I, it definitely just felt like a constant panic. We also just didn't really know the guidelines and like just the unknown every single day. Eventually, they did keep kind of having more understanding of covid and having an understanding of how it transmits so the salons have been so great I I actually think Dr. Bonnie Henry just a few weeks ago called us out saying that we have had zero cases and transmission within salons because of how well we are keeping up with our protocols 
So that was honestly so awesome and made me feel really confident that we won't be getting shut down if we were to have another lockdown because of how well we're doing. And that's so like reassuring for the clients that come in because people like myself, like I'm in healthcare, I work with, you know, people who have COVID all day. And Mm -hmm. when I went into the salon, not only did I ensure that I knew I was COVID negative to just to ensure, because I know that if I were to ever bring it into that salon and I would give it to my friend, her entire bookings would be done. Her entire family would be shut down. Like that whole salon would be done. Absolutely. I took it so, so seriously to the point that I made sure I was negative, that I wore my mask. And I find that even before COVID hairdressers were always so clean Like aside Mm -hmm. from obviously the hair on the floor that is cut off your head, but I find like everything is always cleaned. Everything is always like, I've never had a bad experience with any hairdresser and I've been to quite a few and I just find that they're just as clean as a nail salon, which is so reassuring, especially now, which I appreciate and applaud all of you guys for keeping those protocols in place because it's not easy. Yeah, it was honestly so crazy because- you were like, okay, so what do we do now? And then what are we truly implementing? And it was mostly just hand washing in between clients or hand sanitizing and then doing a checklist with when people come in, making sure we're all wearing masks, which is obviously inevitable. That's mandatory. Totally. And having someone who is free to constantly be disinfecting with isopropyl alcohol. Right. And yeah, I mean, I changed my barbicide every day every 24 hours like that I worked mm-hmm. um that is the protocol some people depending on how often they did use their barbicide I have seen some stylists do it every second day again depends on how much you put in there but right it was just being more so on top of it cleaning in between clients and yeah it was definitely it's just kind of come so naturally that it's just like there it's our new normal yeah right and I also like with like the masks and stuff worn at the salon, I also find that there are new, um, I don't want to call them issues, but just a side like little story. I actually got my hair colored um, in October and I had family photos that day. Like I booked my appointment that day. So I knew that my hair would look fresh as fuck in these photos. And I totally forgot about these masks. Now, for those of you who get your hair colored, you'll know that you sometimes will have some hair dye along your hairline. Now, most hairdressers, I assume, Ashley, you can correct me if I'm wrong, put some sort of like Vaseline-like substance on your hairline (laughs) around your ears. Um, But you know what's funny is that I have this mask on and she's coloring my best friend. You know, we're chatting like we usually do, whatever. And I leave the salon and I'm getting ready for these photos. And I'm like, what's this black mark on my cheek? Well, (laughs) because I moved my mask, I got hair dye on the ear loop of the mask and it got on my Mm -hmm. face. So I had this like dark contoured line on my cheek for these family photos, which you can't tell, Mm. but I could tell because it's my face. And I just thought it was so funny. And I'm like, there's one more thing I have to deal with these goddamn masks. (laughs) I know. I actually have noticed that when this kind of began, I don't do very many permanent or very many like dark colors. And if I do, and someone wears this cute little lemon or ritzy mask, I'm like, okay, girl, let's yeah. switch this out. 
I will give you a medical mask. I will supply it just because I don't want to wreck that cute mask, especially with color. Like, and then not- that's one thing. Yeah, totally. But they're not cheap masks either. No, exactly. So like, I those do are just give masks. They're like $10, $15. I know. Apparently they're not even amazing. And I'm pretty sure like so many people are coming out with them now. It's like what works and what doesn't work, you know? I want like Lululemon to come out with a cute like a line mask. Like give me some good material, you know? Like I don't know if that's like yeah. COVID friendly or anything, but I just think aesthetically <laughs> it would be cute. Totally, Spe- totally. Speaking of little um, side gigs, you also have a business aside from being a hairdresser. Tell us about Nova and Gray. Okay, so if anyone follows me, if they don't, long story short, my fiance Renee has been dealing with an illness. It's undiagnosed. And we were sitting in the hospital all the time and I was just so bored. And all you can do is just sit there and just scroll through social media and I don't necessarily have like a hobby where I can just sit down and keep busy like I don't knit I don't have the patience for that oh no and I'm not a drawer like you know so I was just like okay I need to have some sort of something to keep me busy and so I decided I was gonna make some jewelry and I ended up finding a distributor and I started doing that about two years ago three years ago now and I was making jewelry in the hospital and when I had more people like it, I actually would disinfect it and sell it and I started Nova and Gray. So Nova and Gray is named after my teacup Yorkie Nova and me, Ashley Gray. I thought it was so fitting and so cute. So oh my god. Nova and Gray. I'm literally for everybody, I'm literally scrolling through your Instagram because obviously when you have guests you want to do your research and know like what's up and there's nothing more in the world that I love than a gold piece of jewelry whatever it is and the stuff that is on here is so freaking cute anything gold I will wear like I love gold oh I used to be a huge silver jewelry wear wearer I don't know if that's a word anyways I think um, you know you got me um and it's just, it's so cute. And just the the fact that you named it aside from yourself after your dog. I mean, come on. She's my best friend. She's honestly the sweetest little thing ever. Oh my She's God. definitely just like been my little snuggle bug through it all. She was sitting in my lap while I sat down so cute. at home and like filled orders. She still does actually. Oh my God. So I, I love created that. that. Um, it's so beautiful thank you and then I want to say September 2020 I took on a business partner just because of how big Nova and Gray got right so my business partner Sarah she does all of our social media she fulfills all of our orders and does all our shipping and honestly she is just she's so great I don't know what I would have done without her I'm pretty sure Nova and Gray would have tumbled to the ground because I'm just so busy with my career and totally. then Nova and Gray growing and we're now going to be carrying um in honeys in Langley just a little <gasps> oh my god I'm gonna literally go there every week to buy a piece it's so beautiful and like I said something to me personally like about gold either like chunky or dainty jewelry just like speaks to me like no other I'm also Italian so we all wear gold 
Um, yes. <laughs> like if you're not wearing a gold chain, we're all like, mm, are you sure you're Italian? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so anything gold, we like jump all over. So me and my family will be all over it. It's so beautiful. And that's so cool that you have like a little side thing aside from everything that you love to do, which is super exciting. Um, we got some questions from Instagram for you. So we'll do those and then we'll be done. First question is how is wedding planning? (laughs) Okay. So this is the thing that I can't even begin to imagine what it's like being a COVID engaged, beautiful girl trying to plan her freaking wedding. It's the hardest thing ever. So we got engaged November, 2019. Um, I was actually hoping for 2021 August to be our like wedding time, but obviously COVID hit last year early and it's just been a constant roller coaster. So we have actually completely stopped. I have looked at things. I have obviously, you know, you can Pinterest board it all you want, but there's no deposits that have been paid. I have sent emails out. I think I may have found my venue. Actually, you know what? I'm 100% sure I found my venue. I just need to go view it. That's so beautiful. Um, We are actually looking at Redwoods Golf Course in Langley. Oh so I went nice. on their website and I seriously cried looking at the photos that were actually done by Christina. Um, She is probably going to be our photographer. So those are the for sure things that I have found that's awesome but besides that oh my god the unknown I, I was know. hoping for August 2022 mm-hmm. I'm confident August 22 will be our <laughs> wedding time but I think I just want to wait a little bit because totally the amount of money that you're going to spend for 50 people even then who knows as yeah. like I might as well pay an extra 5,000 for 130 you know and like it's just I feel like your wedding day is so special that I would be the same way and I would wait too because I mean you have your family members you have the people who you want to be there and when you have to I can't even imagine cutting people from a guest list aside from cutting it to 50 people because I actually have a god sister that's getting married and I talk to her once or twice a week and she's constantly just like nope had to had to fix this today had to cancel that because there's just no point And I don't know. It's just, it's so, like you said, you have no idea what's going on. We don't know what it's going to be like. Um, But just as like a personal question, can you tell us a little bit about your engagement? Because I love stories like that. Oh my God. I'm (laughs) going to cry. Don't even get me there. (gasps) Well, I actually have photos from our engagement on my Instagram. So I'm sure people will find it. It's probably even in my uh, wedding highlights. But... I was working tons my day off I went and ran some errands and it was actually kind of funny because I didn't clue into this until like the day after I was just gonna ask you if you knew because some girls have like I I did not know which is so funny so I saw Renee's phone like I don't even remember where it was but he had a text from someone named Shay and it said about like meeting up or something. And I was like, okay. Oh, lose my shit. I was like, what, what, what the fuck? I was just huh. like, he wouldn't be meeting up with some guy or girl named Shay. Like who's Shay? I was so mad. <laughs> but then I was like, okay, maybe he's just like talking about some car parts 
Renee loves his car. So I was like, okay, whatever. So I went to my lash appointment and then we took the dog to the groomers and we were planning for about a week that we wanted to go to uh, Crescent Beach and go to, I think it was one of the little restaurants down there. Oh man, it's going to bug me. I should know this. That's bad. So we went for lunch That's okay. and it was like a late lunch and he was kind of getting mad that it was taking so long to pay. And I was like, what the heck? Like, calm down, buddy. Relax. Yeah, exactly. I was like, okay, like whatever. And at this time I actually had a cold and a super sore throat. Oh Don't my worry, God. Guys. It wasn't COVID. I just had a cold. Yeah, like, so, <laughs> disclaimer, relax, everybody, before you come for us. Exactly. So I ended up, like, sitting there, and he went and got up and paid. Oh my and then he's like, okay, well, like, let's go for a walk. He's like, you want to go for a walk, right? I'm like, not really. Like, I don't feel very good. Do you think we could just go home? He's like, babe, and I will never forget. He's like, this will be the last time we can go for a walk at the beach until it gets really nasty out. And you're like, beautiful, like, yeah, it was like November 28th. It was like the perfect time. It was like probably about three o'clock. I was just going to say it was 3.52, like. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it was just like so beautiful outside. The sun was setting. It was so calm and it was a little chilly. And we started going for a walk and he was on his phone like texting how dare he and I'm seriously just like okay buddy you're the one that wanted to go for the walk I thought you were just being romantic so I said yes and you're sitting here texting he's like oh sorry I'm just talking and it was like a friend that he was talking to and I was like are you fucking kidding you're joking I'm I'm literally the the same as you I'm like are you serious yeah I was like okay okay whatever so we're actually you know where the ice cream shop is everyone that's where we were and we went to the left towards the train tracks. And he's like, I've never been down this way. I'm like, there's nothing down here. So I don't know where you're going. You're like so, so sketched keep... out. You're like, what the hell are you doing? Literally. And I was not suspicious at all. I was more so just not feeling good. And I was like, okay, I'm a little cold. I don't feel good. And we're out for a walk and you're on your phone. So we keep walking. I kept stopping and sitting on each bench. Because oh I thought we God. could just sit there and just like stare at the water together. Or I don't know. Yeah, I and... don't see it he just kept going on his phone and I'm like okay really so we got to the very end and down there is a bench and I turned around to face towards the ice cream shops and I went to turn to see like what he's doing if he was on his phone again right and he was down on one knee and I thought it was a joke oh my god I was like I literally just stopped breathing I was like what and he this okay so I don't even remember what he said I blacked out (laughs) honestly I would too I would totally black out it's just something that you like most girls probably dream of and like they wonder what it'll be like 100% I'm going to tell you I seriously just stopped breathing and I blacked out I don't know what he said I just started instantly crying oh my god and then I just said yes and then he, he put the ring on my finger. It was not the ring that I picked out. Oh my God. We were looking at rings for a few years. And, and did you think that the entire it. time you had it on, you're like, this is not what I picked? <laughs> you know what's so crazy is it was the most expensive one that I did not want him to buy because I was just lucky to have a ring. So I was picking more so like, I think the ring that I was looking at was like $2,500. Yeah. And he chose the $8,000 ring Jesus. that I said no to. 
because it was just too much oh god I feel like I'm gonna throw up thinking about it (laughs) so you're like oh my god (laughs) seriously was dying I was like uh so I just kept crying and crying and then I thought there was someone in like my left peripheral vision just like a couple walking by and it was actually my best friend Shaylin taking photos my god So Shay was a photographer. She kind of just does it more so for fun, but she was doing photos for us and she was hiding in the bushes in the cold. I have, I have friends that I've already like my girlfriends and I like joke about it and talk about it, but I have like one very serious girlfriend. She's like, I will be in the bushes. Like you have no idea. I will strap branches to my boobs. Like I'm not joking. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. We need to keep these friends in our lives. (laughs) right I know (laughs) yeah so I was just like still in shock like and I just didn't even know what to say I just instantly started crying and then she was taking photos of us she took photos of me crying I'll actually post some photos so people can see these I think I'm an ugly crier but people say that I'm not so I'm gonna post photos today and you guys can let me know what y'all think because you know so she went back into the bushes and she lost her phone in the bush oh and she came back out and she had this giant bouquet of red Aww. roses for me oh and it was God. technically from Renee and I again blacked out so we started to take photos we finished we started walking back to the car and I literally am just sitting there crying like following him and I'm just like did, did you tell my mom he's like I actually went and asked your parents a oh week my ago I have goosebumps oh my goodness I was just like what so they've known for a whole week oh I had God. no idea my mom would and out. I wouldn't have to see my I, mom for a week she wouldn't be able to keep it actually she probably would but oh my god I can't even imagine my mother being in that situation she would die it was crazy it was so crazy I was just like what he's like yeah, I've actually had the ring in my jacket pocket in the front entrance which is crazy because we take the dogs out and I sometimes put that jacket on oh isn't that like so cute like I look at my boyfriend sometimes and I'm like I can't wait to see what you do because he's the type that like will surprise me at Christmas with like something totally random but is such a good gift giver and I feel like that will be like the ultimate gift giver and I'm totally hyping it up like I hope I don't disappoint myself (laughs) Nicholas figure it out um yeah but just like to see them every day and like in their everyday um like routines and stuff that they do and then to see them have this like soft side like Mm -hmm. even now before like me and Nick are not engaged whatsoever like we still have lots of time but just to see like that soft side come out once in a while just gives me such hope for like I don't know I just I love that so much when guys do that it's so sweet so I can't even imagine how you felt I would be a fucking mess an absolute mess I honestly I didn't even know what to say like I still don't because I'm just sitting here like thinking about it and I'm like holy shit I had no idea and we were together at this point for about six years wow and coming up is going to be our seven-year anniversary in a few weeks and I'm just like still thinking and I'm like holy crap like I didn't even expect it like it was something that I wanted and he knew like we were getting to that point in a relationship where I was like okay buddy let's go yeah you're like we're, <laughs> let's move on here exactly it was just so crazy I even forgot my phone in the car because I thought it would be a quick walk and so I got back into the car after I'm like literally putting my fingers all over the place I'm like stirring at the ring and, and your fingers are mom. so cold so you're like 
trying to heat up also oh gosh it was so funny he's like are you surprised and i'm like yeah oh my god like duh we got so many wedding like questions for you but those were the two that we got the most was tell us about your engagement and how your wedding planning was the second question we got is how do you balance between your social and your personal life which i feel like everybody struggles with wow you definitely just nailed that on the head so and also like a huge like conversation change like don't mind me (laughs) no no i honestly if people have questions they can totally message me i'm super i answer everything even the reactions oh love Um, i love a good reply you know like those are so underrated like if you don't like the comment like i hate you just saying i agree yeah i completely agree you know um wow okay so i actually still to this day struggle with this I think I will always struggle with it just because I was well, one I'm a cancer I was just thinking that like I think anybody who is an influencer or does really well on social media I feel like in any any sort of platform you're gonna struggle with one thing and I feel like just the separation of your personal life and your social life of what to post or what not to post situations like that I feel like everyone's going to struggle with that Absolutely. I know a few influencers that also agree with me. 100%. Um, there's a lot of things that I would really like to share. I would really like to share a lot of things with my following, with my clients, like, and sometimes I do here and there depending, but totally. I would love to be just completely 1000% transparent in all aspects. But sometimes because of how things are in this world and with social media, it's hard. I never really used to care so much if someone were to react to something that I said right. or judge me, like, yeah, everyone judges. And we all kind of have that insecurity of like, what will people think? Totally. But like, as soon as I started to grow on social media, this anxiety became really, really, really bad. And I was so aware of it. I still am. Right. Um, honestly, I'm going to be honest. I don't even know how to balance it. I don't know how I do it. I just try to take on every single day with being the best human being that I can be because there's some nasty people out there and I've met a few of them one and I just don't want to just be like that I just feel like you can sit here and use your platform to be fake or try and get paid or try and gain social status and I know a few of these people and I was friends with a few of these people right and it's not the way to live you don't want to be this way at the end of the day social media doesn't define the person that you are no. But it is a really great tool for your business. And I have right. to remind myself that's what Ashley Gray is. I'm a hairstylist. I'm not an influencer. I just like to share a few things of my life because you can only see so much hair and learn so much hair. What's the point of following me? And I like to think everyone has their own story, which is why I post some personal things. I would really like to post more personal things. Um and I think slowly I will get there. I've just had. Right. I just got comfortable with like doing on. Instagram stories. Like yeah. sometimes it takes me five minutes and I'm like, oh, I got the perfect lighting. Let's just do it. But then I'm also like really bad with technology, like so bad with it. It's just, it's so sad. I don't know if I need to take a class. I don't know if like anybody, if anybody knows anybody who could train me, let me know because like I am just not good <laughs> at it. Um, But then there are some days where I'm spending like an hour trying to get pictures of like my product or something for my podcast. It's just, it's so Mm -hmm. 
And it's hard to be sometimes like maybe, um, maybe not so much for your platform, but for the podcast, it's hard to do things without being that this is sponsored by, or this is, this episode is brought to you by, like, it's hard not to be that sponsored. Right. And I feel like for myself, like, I'm also not at that level yet where I have like, you know, brands knocking at my door, which the door is open, everybody, you know, just throwing it up. Let's get on this. Manifestation. But, you know, at the same time, I don't want to be like a pushy person where my podcast is all commercials because that's why I hate the radio because it's all commercials. Totally. You know what I mean? There's so many podcasts out there and you want to stand out, but you also don't want to settle in. Right. Exactly. And I feel like just social media in general, like whether it's an Instagram story or whatever, like you just have to either be confident and post it or not, because no one is going to know that you didn't post that photo or you didn't post that story of you and your boyfriend walking on the beach. Like if anything, social media now, even with this podcast has taught me to like not share as much. Like maybe mm-hmm. I'll just keep this really nice photo of me and my boyfriend just for me and him, not for anybody else yeah. in the world to see. Yeah. You know? I think or like when you start occasion. to use, totally. I think when you start to use social media, you really have to determine your niche and the type of person you want to be online. So totally. do you want to be true to yourself and be who you really are and you want people to like you for you? Or do you want to have this persona, which there's a really hard way of even determining who is using a persona and who is really true. And you don't know that. Um, When I started to do Ashley Gray, I did start to implement more lifestyle things in there um, because people genuinely would keep coming into my chair and asking me the same things. And I thought, you know what? If I'm not wearing makeup today, which the majority of my stories, I don't have makeup on (laughs) just because like, that's a lot of work. And you guys- Flawless, what the fuck? Oh, thank you. But you know, you just take me as I am. I'm always like, give me a good filter. And I'm the type of person, like, I actually don't wear makeup at all, like very Mm -hmm. minimal. So I do a lot of like little enhancements, like, you know, lash lifts and stuff like that, just to enhance like what I have naturally. And like, if a filter makes me feel good, like YOLO, if anybody has a problem with it, unfollow me. Like, I don't care. (laughs) Like, absolutely. Leave me in my Amreezy lips alone (laughs) on my filter. Okay leave me alone yeah exactly if you want to do what you want to do people shouldn't sit here and judge because they do it too I also find too that like when you go out and do something totally different people don't know like I think even people that you would like personally know don't know how to react to it you know like they don't want to start like sharing all your stuff and being like pushy but they also don't want to like over you know like I feel like that's such a fine line between like judging you and like supporting you that like sometimes you just don't know how to take it you know what I mean yep totally which I find so crazy and you did mention like the best version of yourself which is super funny because we have a question here that asks what inspires you to be the best version of yourself (laughs) oh my god try not to cry (laughs) because I always cry (laughs) stuff like that Oh God, these are good questions. Jesus. I know, right? <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest. My mom is the person and the thing that makes me Ugh. try to yes. be the best version of myself just because she is the one that raised me more than like anything. My dad was 
in the military and he was deployed a lot and he was always away. So, you know, he didn't get to see everything and my partying phase and my boyfriend phase. And it was my mom and she knew that whatever I chose to do, she always supported me. And even to this day, like I said, I was doing this podcast and she was just like, oh my God, you're going to do so great. And, you know, she's my biggest fan. She's my cheerleader. And she makes me want to be everything that she has ever wanted me to be. And not in a bad way because- Oh, I totally feel you know, I totally but, feel that. Ugh, goosebumps. Like seriously. You know, we're put on this earth to live our lives. And some people are okay with, you know, sitting at a desk job and working nine to five and that's And that's that, okay. But me, Totally. Absolutely. I just feel like that's just not me and I'm very creative and I'm constantly thinking, what can I do next to be better? And not necessarily that I'm not happy with myself. I mean, we all struggle with like insecurities and stuff, but I just don't want to live my life feeling like I wish I did this and I wish I did that. I wish I kissed Renee before I left for work. I you know, I, I don't want to live my life and life is so any regrets. Life is so, so precious. And like, I've had tons of friends where unfortunately their mothers have passed or have had a parent that has passed. And like, I can't even imagine, you know, what it would be like Mm -hmm. without my parents. You know what I mean? Like, and especially with COVID, like if it's taught me anything, it's just to enjoy your time with your family whether it's your extended family at a big family birthday or if it's just a small covid christmas like i absolutely loved our little like lockdown christmas this year as as much as i was absolutely devastated that i couldn't be with like my family and i couldn't have anything with my friends i loved just being my immediate family because when are we ever going to do that? In like five, 10 years, we're all going to have kids running around. And as much as that's also lovely, just those intimate moments with your family and your siblings and your significant other is so precious. Like you'll just, you'll want those all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think your mom being what inspires you gives me goosebumps because my mom is completely the same as yours. And I feel like you and I are both so similar in that way where we want to be everything for them and we will do anything for them you know absolutely I would absolutely love and die to pay for my parents mortgage so they never have to work again like yeah that is like if I was rich absolutely yeah oh my god even even me being poor like let me you know (laughs) like yep I totally feel you 1000 percent. they're so grateful for like the little things too like if I pick up stuff for my mom at like Safeway or something and she'll try and give me money I'm like whatever mom like I live here for free you let me save my money I wear your clothes like we'll call it even you know (laughs) yeah totally Um, well thank you so much for being on our podcast I loved having you we will have you again and get an update hopefully maybe after all the wedding stuff so we can get all the deets absolutely thank you so much for having me well why don't you plug quickly where we can find you and how we can support you the best way possible you guys can follow me on instagram um at a-s-h-l-i-g-r-e-y underscore or on facebook as ashley gray and you can also follow Nova and Gray on Instagram as well. I also love the way your name is spelled, by the way. Oh, thanks. My mom thought I should be unique. <laughs> uh, 
honestly same girl we're best friends you have no idea I was just gonna say I was like we have unique names but like not in common yeah after this COVID stuff we'll have to get coffee but thank you so much everybody you guys know to follow at to attach podcast as well if you don't already we do have a giveaway going on so check out my Instagram for that and until next week leave spilling the tea to me have a great week you guys it's Sierra, new ambassador for WW, Weight Watchers Reimagined. The new MyWW Plus, our most holistic program ever, helps you tackle the many elements that contribute to weight loss with tools to plan meals and get you moving. Join today with a limited time offer at WW.com. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.